Wake up, my friends. God wants to bring you into a life of abundance and freedom. You know, we must allow the Lord to expose any dark places in our hearts or lives. Nothing ever grows in the darkness. We must continually walk in the light and allow the Lord to light the path of our lives. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. This is your host, Carol McLeod. Will you allow the Holy Spirit to shine His light in you today? Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at justjoyministries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now here's Carol with today's encouraging message. chapter 5, Paul and the Holy Spirit use a beautiful illustration to show us how to walk and who we used to be. Paul and the Holy Spirit use the illustration of darkness versus light. Have you ever gotten up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and stubbed your toe? And you think, of course I knew that door was there. Why wasn't I thinking? Well, if the light had been on, you wouldn't have stubbed your toe. If the light had been on, you would have remembered where you were going. And that is the illustration that Paul and the Holy Spirit begin this next portion of Scripture with. It's found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead expose them. You know, nothing ever grows in darkness, does it? You need light for vegetation to grow and for flowers to bloom, for anything to be fruitful, including you and including me. We need light. We need the light of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We need to walk in His light that's found in the Word of God. Ephesians 5.12, for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. You know, darkness always hides things, doesn't it? When I was a teenager and my curfew was 1030 and my father would always say, that doesn't mean 1031. It means 1029. And I would say, Dad, why do I have to be home so early? And he said, because nothing good ever happens after dark. He said, I want you home when it's dark. And that's the same message of the Holy Spirit. Nothing good can ever happen in the dark. You know, as we read Ephesians 5.12, for it is disgraceful to even speak of the things which are done by them in secret. What in the world is the Holy Spirit talking about? Well, he's actually referencing verse 7. And verse 7 says, therefore, do not be 
partakers with them. We're not supposed to be partakers with the sons of disobedience. They participate in actions that we can't talk about. It makes us blush to talk about the things in which they participate. We must be children of God who walk in the light. Ephesians 5.13 But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light, for everything that becomes visible is light. My prayer for you and for me today is, Jesus, expose the sin in us with your light. Jesus, I don't want to hide from you. I don't want any hidden sin in my life. You know, God's word is the light that we need to light up the dark places in our lives. Psalm chapter 119 verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word lights up the dark places in us. John chapter 8 verse 12 tells us that Jesus is the light of the world, and his presence in my life lights up those dark and hidden alleys in me. He shines his light of forgiveness and righteousness in me, and I am never the same again. You know, another thing happens when things stay in the dark. They become moldy and stinky. And God wants to light up your life. He wants to heal you from hidden sin. Will you allow the Word of God to do that today? If the Bible says it's sin, then my friend, it is is sin. And God doesn't tell you that to put you in a religious box. He tells you what sin is so that you can live in glorious freedom and live the life of your highest dreams. God wants you to live abundantly and fully and fruitfully. And you'll only do that by staying in the light of God's word, by having your life line up with the principles that are in the word of of God. Ephesians 5:14 For this reason it says, awake sleeper and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. You know, it's time for the body of Christ to wake up. Ephesians 5:14 is our spiritual alarm clock and it's ringing loud and clear, so do not press snooze. We need to all cry out, God, shine your light in my eyes and wake me up today so that I can stay in the light and walk in the light and lead others toward your glorious light. You know, my bedroom faces the east, so the sun rises right into my bedroom. And although we have window shades, they're not room darkening shades. They're just sort of light, little flimsy things. And every morning when the sun rises, I am instantly woken up because the sun is shining in my eyes. When looking into the light, it is impossible to sleep. When the light comes streaming in every morning, my eyes pop open and I can't close them again no matter how hard I try. So body of Christ, wake up. Wake up, sleeper. Let the word of Christ shine in your life and wake you up today. Ephesians 5, 15. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. There it is. Paul's favorite word again, walk. Paul is saying, my friends, be careful how you navigate life. Do not be unwise in your behavior. Stay away from the edge 
of foolish living. Ephesians 5.16, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Every day counts. Every single minute matters. Every ordinary day of your life is valuable to the kingdom of God. We live in an evil world who is desperate for the light that we as the sons and the daughters of God have. So don't waste an opportunity to be that light shining in the darkness of our culture. Ephesians 517. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. This word understand literally means the bringing together of two parts. So what are the two parts that need to be brought together in this verse? Well, it's God's will and your life. Now you can keep doing life your way if you want to, but that's what the Bible defines as foolish. You need to bring your life together with the will of God. How do we discover the will of God? How do I know what the will of God is? Well, I'm so glad you asked because I can tell you, you discover the will of God when you open your Bible. Imagine that. Open your Bible and bring your life under the principles found in the Word of God. My friend, you do not have a better idea than God, the creator of the universe. And now we're going to read some great verses for your entire life. These are some go-to verses that you're going to learn to treasure. Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. And do not get drunk with wine, for that's dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. Now, because you just woke up from sleep, because you just got out of the darkness because the light has just been turned on in your life. Every morning when you wake up, pray this prayer. Holy Spirit, fill me up with all that you are. Holy Spirit, fill me with everything that you have for my life. You know, the greatest prayer of a human being's life is to be filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Let me read to you verse 17 one more time. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of God is. We're understanding what the will of the Lord is for our individual lives. And his will for your life is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Also, his will for your life is found in Ephesians 5.19, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. How are we supposed to speak to one another? What is supposed to be going on in your individual heart? We're supposed to speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Our hearts are supposed to be a symphony of praise to God the Father. When people are difficult and when life is hard, we are supposed to sing the song of God. Verse 20, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. When are we supposed to give thanks to the Lord? At all times. What are we supposed to give thanks for? For 
all things. This, my friend, is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So now you know what the will of God is for your life. You were made to be a symphony of praise to God the Father. You were made to give thanks at all times for all things. You were made to speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. This is your charge from the Holy Spirit today. So now go do it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you will consider supporting Carol as she continues presenting encouraging messages like this one. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433 or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. As a thank you, we want to send you Carol's book, Defiant Joy, for your gift of just $5 or more. If you need prayer, please call us toll free. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or contact us online at justjoyministries.com.